We're live. All right, welcome everybody. Shafer Baseball Report pulling this one off on a Wednesday instead of a Friday. Everybody's traveling, holidays coming up. Wednesday's a good day to do it. But uh, we're here with John Easy Cheese Ennis and Andrew One Tool, Two Tool, Three Tool, depending who you talk to, Zyke. And uh, we are, what are you doing over there? You, uh, just sharing I'm making TikToks. Uh, is, he, is he making TikToks? <laughs> That was that was a suggestion by Al Dasman yesterday. We should do a TikTok. I, I thirty think so. second TikToks. No, I do a minute. Do a, a minute. minute. Can you do a minute? I yeah. think there's a limit. Isn't there a limit on the the, the length of time you can? Uh, should we do like a not hold dance or a, you know make up our own kind of? No, not no. a chance, right? No, just just information. Just purely just information. total information. Just nerd. Just go straight nerd. That's on it. it. And the, the one the one that's going viral is the one the guy that hit. The, and you could do that one. Is that that catches pop up? Yeah. Do you see that? But I, I guess they had the drone up top to, oh, to above it. Up? And uh, we can't even get the drone here anymore because we're uh, all these planes. Ah. So when we started. Well, let's just say when I started to do it, it was highly illegal. <laughs> but I did take a chance. And yeah, okay, we got some good and, good footage. And then they updated their regulations where they. Have no, that's not what happened. That's what? not what happened. It is. No, you crashed the drone that didn't have the chip in it that they could track. And then we had to get, yeah, you did. You put it into the net here and we had to get a no, new drone. Fine. No, we didn't get a new drone. We've had the same drone. No, we have not. You must be getting old. No, I'm not. no. This is like the argument I had drone. with my wife last night. She was like, you we got a drone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm arguing with the man last night and my mother-in-law table. Like, I got so mad. I like, like everybody go to bed. That's it. Over like what, what came first, my knee surgery or my stroke? It's my body. You're like, no, no, you had your knee surgery first. I'm like, I did not. Do you know? You didn't have a knee surgery. I did. No, <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, question, I'll definitely question myself. But yeah, but, uh, it's I, that's what I, I mean. The drone, we had some real, we had that one drone shot we had when Andrew had the it hawk. up there and the hawk mm-hmm. came right in front of it. That was cool as hell, man. That was almost like, uh, like a Disney yeah, I animation. Gave him a rat after that, threw him, threw him yeah, you did. You had to pay him in in, in rat fee. Yep, in rat fee. Um, but yeah, we got to get that thing back out here. There's so much. We got to get a video together. Bob's on, working you know. on it, man. He's we just got the driveway put in. Driveway the lights are in. The um, the uh, entranceway is coming in, mm-hmm. which is high enough to get trucks in and out of. Right. That was a John concern, which was a good concern. And then we're building that deck in right field, which is going to be surprised cool. Surprise! You didn't take much time on the driveway. I thought you were going to say the rocks, you know, most of them are gone and, you know, thought you'd be more excited. I am excited about it, but I want to see, I'm excited about finished product. I, I just yeah. went out there and threw them all out onto you field three. Threw them just <laughs> threw them onto field three. And then no, you know, when they, so when they were cleaning up the driveway, I thought they were just going to like shave up the rocks mm-hmm. and then we put them up in that corner. They go, they go deep. Yeah, they took up dirt rocks. and everything like that. So we, uh, but we're going to put all that through the pathway up top yeah. and Jeff Bowes and those guys have, uh, they have all the equipment to do it. So Perfect. we'll move it down and then we can drop some down at the bottom behind the fence. Even if we, can, uh, if we have any left, we can put by uh, where all the cars park in center field. Yeah, we could do that. Welcome then, to Rock Talk. Listen, this Rock is, Talk. All right. Yeah, Rock Talk <laughs> podcast right here. But that it, it's it's interesting because we, we had our board meeting last night. And um, I mean, it blows me away every time I pull, we pull in here. Mm-hmm. You know, it really does. I mean, from what we started with which was just, you know, a piece of grass and land and grown over fields and, you know, with cool history. And that's pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty cool that we've done it that way and maintain that. I mean, this, this has been an existing facility since yeah. 1952. 
It's evolved. You know? Yeah. And uh, it's it's like stadiums, right? You know, mm-hmm. you played in the old Yankee Stadium, the new Yankee Stadium, you know, you know, the mistake on the lake, the you know, to the Jake and all this other stuff along the way. But you know, it's evolving. And so there's more things coming. I mean, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have we'll have more locker rooms in here for the for the softball program that we have to put in, but we'll get more stands along the way. Um, you know, there's conversations about taking these dugouts down and making them sink the dugouts and putting seats up on top of them. You know, yeah, especially with Queens being Div- Division One now. I mean, it's different. And then everything is, you know, they're going to be on ESPN One all the time. So we, uh, so there's a there's there's still a lot going on. It's just, you know, you think you you're done. And it never ends. It does. As soon as right? you, yeah, as soon as you right? think you're done, you have to restart. And you gotta go, we got to we got to fix everything, right? We got to mend fences and men i mean it's it's amazing in five it's well it's six years you know it it it, it does take its beating yeah. you know and you get and you got to stay on top of it yeah. it's a living breathing um, organism it man. is yeah it, yeah it has to be maintained which is fun some of it's fun some of it gets tiring yeah yeah no it's it's it, it, it is fun i mean it you know cutting the grass was fun you know i mean that stuff is mindless uh, yeah if, if when you have to do it every day it sucks but when you just right. kind of get to come out and like be just put a part you, of it your it's tunes like, oh, on. all right there yeah. we go what's not fun is these these meetings that we have to have all the time and you know with counties and man they don't respect. even speak the same language no it's right? a it's such a different world man when these people when you know these, these people that have been in you know, offices and boardrooms and run meetings and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. And they start talking. It was suits to work. Oh, their shorthand and yeah. their sayings and all these different things. You got to sit there and try to follow. It's just like, holy smokes. It, 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 everybody that has to dress up and go to work. We went, I went down to um, South Carolina uh, for Zach's parent weekend. And, um, you know, the, the dinner, um, you know, was a business casual dinner and they did, did you same, wear that and the same thing at the pbr when i went to the professional baseball's representatives which you need to come to dude i'm gonna keep hacking it because it's 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 just way too much fun um but it was the same thing as business casual and that's what i was thinking like this is my business casual this I is dressed up shirts and shorts and <laughs> i get new sneakers every now and then that's it's, pretty that's pretty fancy um but yeah it was it was the attire but these meetings just way on the on the way here i had the zoom on Right, that we were on for our our meeting today, our turf meeting, whatever. And and my mother in law, I have it on mute, and I just looked at her and said, I, I'm I'm not built for this. <laughs> I, I am not built for this at all. I mean, I I do. I kind of zone in and out, right? I mean, it's I get the pieces. I I got, I got the bulk of it. Well, like I, last night at the at our at the board meeting, you're like Anthony, you're going way too fast. No Boy, kidding. Kind of looks at him like really. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, you know, he they, was he not going rapid fire on us last night? But that's how he always talks. What happens is I, you know, I lock in on something yeah. that's there that yeah, I have to have the question, going. and then he's just blowing through it. I'm like, whoa, 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 you know. It's come. like when I watch Jeopardy, and I, they do the whole board, and I get two right. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so whenever a word comes know. up, man, I keep a yeah. tally. I get excited there. just calling out a number. That's right to me. I don't even have to answer the question. Like, oh, it's been spinning around. But, uh, so we haven't done the we haven't done the podcast since the gala, mm-hmm. which was. It was a lot of fun, which again you need to make. Like, where were you? You, you were in. This is the same thing. This is this is this is what? a gripe. I don't know why people do anything in November that's not hunting. Like, why would you have a gal in November? <laughs> why would you get? Why would you have kids in November? Why would you get married in November? Because that's anniversaries in November. Uh, that's so funny. Like, we got too much. I got too much stuff. I got to do. So in it, it's completely shut down. What is it? No throw November. No yeah. throw. That's everybody. Everybody. So it's nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing November, November, man. I need to. I need that's to get it. out into the it's John's. wilderness. It's a rut, you know. We're but you went to you went to a tournament. You had a we tournament. Were, yeah, we played. You didn't a, go kill anything there, did you? 
No, 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 no. No well, killed some beers, or anything but... like that that kind of acted up or umpires. No, no, or something? no. Oh yeah, I did get kicked out. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I call an umpire a clown because he was being just a dumb redneck. Of course. <laughs> I was like, listen, I was like, you're being a clown, and I said it in, like I said yeah. it, you know, in like Walking a conversational away. tone. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then he yells out, "You can't call me a clown!" And oh, that's I was even like, better. I was like. Everybody knows you're a clown. Now. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a dumb redneck. What's Anna say when you get Amanda? Uh, Amanda used to just get jacked up. Like I'm not coming anymore. That's it. You can't control yourself. Oh no, because I, like, I was just like, all right, I'll see you later. Yeah. I'm gonna go sit behind the dugout now. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was a. It wasn't a. It wasn't like a super competitive tournament. It was like a reunion type tournament with yeah. some some players that we played with the last couple of years, and it was like. Uh, you know, just a fun right. group of families and stuff like that. So there was, you know, no one was yeah. really worried about anything. I don't even know what the call was that he, he, I was talking to him about because he was he wasn't the umpire that made the call. Yeah. But he started like mocking our first base coach and stuff like that for asking, and I, and I, I don't know why I said it, but I was like, man, you are a clown. <laughs> I'll see you later. You know, I I I, I promise myself every year that I'm going to be better with the umpires because they're just, I mean, they're not. They're just dudes that are just trying to make extra money on the weekend. But again, if you're going to do that, right, we sit here, we go through, we're trying to develop players and make sure that they, you know, they, they their pitch selection is good or they're, you know, they're, they're throwing pitches that they should be throwing that should be called strikes or whatever the situation is. But uh, it, it's just, it's just amazing how, because we need so many of them that you're not going to get all good. No, I, and I said, I've, I've said this for a while. I have the theory about it. No, there's no umpire that coaches at the level that, that makes most sense for them. Like right. where they've got like the game speed yeah. locked in, they're always a level up. So everything yeah. there, it's always faster than what they're capable of doing or else they would go do the next level. Right? Sure. Uh, so you end up with, you know, they're always a little bit overmatched and then they're never wrong. Umpires are, oh, no. they have never, no. ever made a mistake ever. No. You know, the, the best you can get out there is somebody who's engaged and wants to be there. You know, so many times you show up to these and it's just like the umpires literally just sitting there waiting for the clock to run out. So they can go sit by their car for exactly. Minutes. Yeah, like, this is exactly. And then they got to walk all the way up to the parking lot here, and then they sit there. The, I'll be back in twenty minutes. It takes twenty minutes to get there. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be back. There are some really good umpires. There, there are, are some, some good really umpires. good dudes that do it. Yeah, and then there's turds. Listen, I have I, just I have, same as coaches. And though. you can tell, like, I'll, you know, if you go to the plate, the ones that we've known for years and years and years, they know who they know. We are. We know that you know this isn't personal. This is just you know heat of competition and. uh you know, we're going to chirp and say things and, you know, but we're not going to make it derogatory. We're not going to, you know, although, you know, there has been times where the guys just absolutely deserve that, that they don't belong, you know, they don't belong out there. Yeah, it's no fun. But, and you you always hate, you always hate when you have to get, because you don't even want to be in that situation. It's like that has nothing to do with the game and you, you know, you're, you're out here affecting a game that yeah. you had zero interest in coming into the right. weekend we spent all week with these players we spent all summer with these yep. players we're doing all these different all this yeah. different work we come out here to play this two-hour game and you're screwing it up yeah and you, like, just, come on. you just want to get out of here you know again but on top of that it's i will say this for them man standing on your feet for six games in the heat <clears throat> in the heat yeah <clears throat> That's that I, I would want no part of that. And no. some sometimes those yeah. games are like so long. Yeah. They're like at the and end, it is. yeah. It, at the end, teams are like, "Hey, how how quick can we move on?" Or like, yeah. like fifteen minutes. I got to cool down a little. It bit. is a thankless job because even when they're good, nobody says anything. You know, no. they have a good game. No one's like, "Oh, great job." Uh, you, you, know, I mean, you do every sucks. now and then, right? Yeah, every now and only then. if it's umpires that we have to pay, right? And I have to get them on a <laughs> schedule got, to come yeah, back yeah, out here. John's got to call and get it back there. Good job. Way to go. You did it, excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, the umpires get the some they get the whole winner off. But all those guys, what they do, most of those guys now basketball. are just 
basketball, football. I mean, they, they, they're constantly officiating something. So they just, they just keep going. I, I basketball, I could do. I mean, you know, I, I think I, I don't football. I don't know. You can do that with your leg. You don't have to go far. I just stand at half court, go back run. and forth. Oh yeah, you got to run. You're exactly, you're exactly what they're looking for. <laughs> Bare minimum, Jeff. Just stand in the middle. After you do the jump ball, they got to run around him. That's the rest it. Of the game. I just stand right. There. I just pivot. I just pivot around like that on one leg. I spin around. So how do we go from gala to umpires? We're coming back to the okay. gala. Yeah. Because we didn't, we didn't invite any. We one gala. We've only had one gala where we've invited umpires. And that was Clifton Bennett, who we love. Cliff, yeah, he's 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 awesome. He and he does he's he does a lot of good things for kids up in his area. I mean, it's he's not just you know that umpire dude that. Uh, and we don't see him. He doesn't umpire much anymore at all. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in a while. But he's got he's got a pretty good crew. Yeah, and he yeah, runs like he, and he runs a he runs a crew of umpires too. Yeah. So I mean, he's a, he's in on you know a lot the of back, his crews are collegiate umpires too. And yeah. his collegiate yeah. umpires, they do a lot of those uh, yeah. those. Uh, Collegiate summer league, yeah. you know things like that. Yeah, it's so hard to remember the umpire's name. So Jamie, Jamie's the Jamie. Jamie. You like Jamie? He's Jamie. like he's like a country. He shows up in his cowboy hat. Yeah, and his yeah. Boots on his <laughs> he used to have a little, uh, yeah. Like Did he really? Right? Yeah. Didn't he have something back there? Oh, yeah, there's uh, an Oscar. 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 <laughs> Oscar. Yeah. Yep. We, need, we got remember a Charles. Remember Charles? Yeah. Old, I mean, I oh, we haven't yeah. seen Charles, dude. I thought Charles was going to go down on us here one year. Um, yeah, it was so damn hot, and he was struggling. He was struggling. Then they put him up in the chair, and I drove up there to check on him. He's like, I'm good. I'm like, no, you're dying, dude. You're dying right here, man. But, uh, yeah, Charles is Charles is good people. Yeah. Oscar? I like Oscar, too. There's a, spot, there's a spot right behind first base yeah. over there on the college field that he's worn out. Oh, no, Oscar That's goes nowhere. Spot. And Oscar doesn't do a great does. job, but Oscar's a good Oscar, human being. He does fine. He, he, does he, does he doesn't. Do, but he's, uh, I mean, he's retired. I mean, it's interesting if you talk to these guys. He's retired from, like, two or three different different jobs, you know? So now this is kind of, uh, you know, and I asked him, you know, how's your wife take that? He goes, wife, man, they take all my money. I ain't getting no more wives. (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to do that again. Gala. Great night. Parker, Parker bird story. It's phenomenal. It was really cool being back at the, at the, you know, I was a little bit nervous going back there because we went from that venue over to the Ballantine. We were upstairs that one year, which that was kind of weird. Um, but then we got into the big ballroom, you know, and that's so, I mean, it's, it's big, it's yeah, massive. It's, it's kind of like the night, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and then you have the bar in the hotel right there it was that, you know, it was, it was convenient, yeah. but then taking it back downtown to, uh, truest, it was cool. I mean, they had, they had our logo out on the scoreboard. So at night, the whole, the, you know, the whole UDACF logo, the bar was right there. We fit. We could spread it out a little bit more. Little it bit. got a little bit tight as far as moving in between tables, so we can spread it out. But we were at 180, yeah, which was uh, which is a good number. That's and great. I mean, I think we cut that off with two weeks to go, didn't mm-hmm. we? I think it was almost a month. Almost a month. So yeah. we, I mean, we could, you know, we could easily get to a bigger number um, if we wanted. But the cool part about it is we know everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you start to go into a bigger number, and you may get, you know, you know, just people that are there to. You know, I mean, there's support, no doubt about it. It's support, but you don't know them. I mean, you can go to any table and have a conversation with somebody, a good conversation. It's mm-hmm. not like it's it's not an acquaintance. You know them. You you the, know them, not just the, who they are, friend. but and you it, know them. You know, again, there's people that that was our eighth out of nine years. We had the one COVID year mm-hmm. that have been there from day one, every single time. And then there were people that couldn't make it for personal reasons, but still bought a table or still did something and said, use it for you know for others that you know want to come and we always do that every year we always find people that 
we want to have there, but they can't afford to be there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we, uh, you know, we have a lot of fun with it. And it was, it was, we have, we have years that it's really light and fun. And then we have years that are just kind of like, wow, you know, hit you in the heart and go, holy cow, the Parker bird story, you know, him losing his leg and then him yep. getting on the field. And uh, he's, you know, the whole story that, you know, his parents talking to him the day that the accident happened and the doctors telling him like, you know, and Parker asking like, what does this mean? And the father said, it means you'll probably never play baseball ever again. You know, and that was his whole dream as, as a kid. But his mom said, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. And, and, you know, and he said there was never, there's never been a division one player or maybe, I don't even know if it's college play. Probably there has been a college play. Never a division one player that played with a prosthetic leg. And his mom told him right then and there, they didn't even miss a beat that, you know, Parker, there's always a first. And uh, it's just so that was that's how we started. It, it was, you know, it's funny watching people's faces because you're just coming off of cocktail hour. Yeah. Everyone's feeling loose, having yeah. fun. Yeah. And play that video after uh, what was it, Grace introduced yeah. uh, the video in Parker. Yeah. And everyone's faces probably within the first minute of the video went from like loose and fun to like almost sobbing. And you can kind of like see people rubbing yeah. their eyes. So. It definitely hit people. All the all the videos hit. All, all, all of them did, you know. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's and again, it it it, it really did. It, it it it's what it was all about. It was about the spirit of the game. This kid just wanted to play yeah. again. He knew that you know now all his dreams of being a major league player were gone. Yeah. You know, but he just wanted to play the game again, and he got back on the field. That's why he couldn't be there to accept the award. He did video in, but he couldn't be there because they were playing their their golden golden purple World Series. You know, they the field, and he was playing that's pretty cool that's pretty cool man so when he called and he said listen dude, you know would you be upset if i said i couldn't come i'm like well you know he said well here's the reason you know that's going to be the first time that i'm back on the field it's like dude there, there is no question you know mm-hmm. and that one and then we went to uh then we went to morris and morris is i mean morris's story here's a cool part for me with all this stuff and uh and Andrew, tell you, I mean I, I stress out over it because you know i'm writing all this stuff and i want to make sure that i'm capturing everything that's you know generally the person and so i get all this information on all these people all the time pictures and stories and things like so i go deeper into their lives and even though they're friends than i ever knew and um you know morris is what's interesting about morris is, i mean there was a lot of interesting things about morris's but he grew up in lawrence south carolina and the kkk museum is in lawrence south carolina that's probably not a place to go on field trips, huh? Right. No, no they're not going Absolutely. on field trips. No doubt about it. How that ever came into your head is unbelievable. <laughs> it just blows me away right there. But yeah, that's pretty. Uh, but yeah, the, you know, the truth of the matter, I mean, you know, and here is this, this, you know, this, this stud of an athlete, this solid human being, this God fearing person, intelligent, and has to grow up in that environment. And there's a movie that came out of that called Burden. And, it's about a KKK guy that was um, born again through transition, an av- transition. To av- tr- you can't say transition. That's a, that's a whole different thing now. It's not a tranny. It's not a religious tranny, you know. But you know, became a. Is that bad? Hmm? No, no. I mean, okay. it's, it's spot on. But somebody <laughs> right. will take offense to it. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, this isn't a woke show, so this is far from politically correct. But they made a movie about it, about this, you know, this kid that was part of the KKK and and this, uh, you know, became a Christian through this, you know, this. And that's Morris's mentor. That's the guy that helped raise Morris, you know, uh, pretty cool. So and then, you know, obviously breaks through and he still goes back. He's a deacon in his church. But, 
you know, then you, then you start to realize why people do what they do. Like, why is Morris so engaged in the community and the African-American um, youth? And it's because this is how he was brought up, you know, and this is why he, uh, you know, why he feels like he should give back. I mean, he got through that system. And um, and then uh, then Greg Simmons and, um, you know, Tyler was there, accepted the award, Renee, uh, his wife. And that was, you know. Listen, if you know Amanda, right? Amanda's not just going to get up and give you a hug. Amanda? Amanda. My Amanda. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm married through a row of 20 years. I got to beg for a hug. Yeah. <laughs> if she comes up and give you a hug, you go, You're like, what the heck? Oh, 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 something sorry, wrong? Sorry. So you feel okay? You feel okay? Um, it was emotional. You know, we were going, you know, because Greg passed this year and uh, suddenly and, um, you know, and I spent time on the phone with Renee going through all of Greg's life and their life together and so on and so forth. So that was amazing. But, you know, it's still raw mm -hmm. for her and the family. And, um, you know, she was just, she was upset. She was, she was happy that we were doing that, but obviously she, you could just see that she was missing yeah. Greg. And sure. uh, my wife got up and just, you know, she said, I had to go over and hug that person. So I went home that night and cried like a baby. Yeah, but no, it was, it was, and so Tyler did an amazing job in the yeah, acceptance speech. Great. I mean, everybody, you know, the, the video from Parker Bird was, was awesome. And then, you know, and then what Ron Davis had to say about Morris, you know, Ron, that's out here mm -hmm. all the time. And, you know, I mean, it was, uh, Andrew did call Morris out last night because it was, uh, Morris just kept going on and on and on. It was like, everybody's like, hey, you know, Andrew. Like, well, more started, started his speech. He's like, well, this isn't going to take long. Yeah. I'm a soft spoken guy. And yeah. I think you went 20, yeah, 25 went, minutes. But everything that he was saying yeah, was, was I mean, it was, no, he had stuff. so much to say about, yeah. you know, that it was just, and he got a standing ovation. Yeah. You know, when it was, he was just surprising. That, that yeah. was all. I was like, yeah. yeah. That's, that's good for you. But it was, it was cool. It was a great night. Um, I think we raised $16,000. We were, we were targeting 30. We keep that falling. was like, that was a wish if we list. We did that. I mean, well, I you told me we were going to do it. Well, not, not everything <laughs> happens. So. But I mean, that was a, that was more than we've done, you know, yeah, in the past. I think right. we did fifteen some last yeah, year, 15, like that. Yeah. So we made a thousand dollars more. But again, you know, people say like, you know, why do you do that? Why don't you just go ask somebody for sixteen thousand dollars that has all this money that wants to contribute to? You know, you deserve a chance foundation. I'm the one who says that. Oh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I mean, it's a lot of work. It's and it, it and it is, but it's it's more about you know the celebration and the honor of these people they, that have they, done great things. And for a silent auction, it gives something like people can take away, feeling they contributed, yeah. and they got something. You know. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, and not everybody will bid. You no. know, which I mean, but you can walk away with. Uh, I mean, we had some great items this year. We had Corey Seager's mm -hmm. signed bat. He is the MVP of the World Series for two times, right? Yep. Um, we had Soto balls. Mike Schilt got us a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we, uh, had, we had a bunch of different, just random stuff too, like yeah. Lamelo signed basketball. I mean, there's there was a, there was a ton. And we had the uh, the Gornets had the house. Um, oh yeah, the beach house, which is uh, you know that's always been nice of them to do that. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, we had like 135 items or something There's like that. Lot, we had quite a bit. A yeah. And the bar tab was good. We always, and then we went down to the bar, There's the bar inside the stadium. Now there's a pub inside yeah. the stadium. Oh, really? It's, it's, you know, the park that's across right, right yeah. field. If you face it, it's right there. And then there's an entrance from the stadium and then also an entrance from the outside. Sweet. Yeah, it was, uh, it was we good. Dude, here's the oh, thing. You know, it's funny is uh, I, I give my boys credit because they're street hustlers, right? I mean, they, 
that's where they come from. I mean, you, we hustle. <laughs> and uh, so Eddie Busky puts down his credit card and tells, you know, hey, go ahead and get it, you know, get a drink on it. Well, Zach realizes, you know, that he's 21 now that that credit card is. So I'm like, he's, he's buying everybody shots and stuff oh, like this. And I'm like, Zach, Zach, I'm like, I'm like, dude, did mom give you her credit card or what are you doing? He goes, no, Eddie's card. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I got to go down to Eddie and say, you need to cut off your card because my son is like, you know, feeding the bar here. <laughs> he's like, dude, I'm, he never would have known what happened. Yeah. If, uh, hey, if it, that much, huh? Yeah. But uh, it, it, it was a great night. And uh, like I said, stressful to get to the point, but worth it every time we do it. Yep. And, um, it was good. So, winter camps coming up for kids. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on those, especially the older kids, not the younger kids, not yeah. the not the holiday camps and stuff like that. Camps are, I mean, just it's just so hard when you think about camps this time of year. I mean, obviously it's individualized. It's going to be, you know, it's not game situation stuff that you yeah. can be doing. And then if you are, I mean, that's that's ludicrous because right. all the arms should be shut down. Right. You know, you're shut down for November. You, you, you know, during part of December, that's when you start picking up your throwing program. But really, it's, you know, towards the end of January, February before you're active on a mound, really, or even yeah, close to active right. on a mound. So it's like, you know, going to these camps and stuff this time you're, uh, you know, obviously, if you're going in front of a college coach and things like that, and you're a position player, there's some value to it. But uh, little, little iffy on the on the winter camps. Yeah, we have we have we have one kid that's that um, is, is a pitcher that's going to camps, but he only threw two innings in the you know, overall now he's back to healthy and he's getting himself back into that situation. So he had his shutdown period before that. Mm-hmm. So that works for that. But I, I, that's, my, you know, it's the same thing. I mean, these kids are in, you know, desperation mode too. And, and again, if you're a 2024 and you're trying to go impress somebody in December, it's hard to do. It's hard, it's hard to, to do, do, man. It's hard to do, but I do, I, I get the position, um, the position. Yeah, guys but, I mean, there's there. stuff you can do on the position player side. Yeah. Um, but the pitching side, I mean, it's not even just camps, but I mean, some of these like winter world series that like some of the, the big, you know, tournament bodies put on stuff like, like who's pitching in this? Yeah. Like who, 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 who'd you bring in to pitch? I don't, I don't understand how you go out there and you put like national teams together to go play in a winter world series and how there's 10 national, you know, on each team, there's 10 arms that are throwing in December. Like who, who's well, doing that? Just to show you the, the majority of people out there that are handling these kids don't, don't understand actually what to do it doesn't know no, it doesn't make any sense no, like what it. like if you i mean and if you are doing that you know if you are in that part of the year and you're playing like when do you go and like when you go like work on the things that you need to change or you need to adjust like like where is that period built in or is it just go play a game every weekend and that's how i get better because right. it's not you know there is a combination of both i you know i think everybody agrees playing games is the best way to, to get better at this game yeah. but after you, you you know you played 100 games during the year that's when you go and make those adjustments, you know, and you fix the things and you work on the things that you got to get better at. And there's just not, there's, that's just not being built in. Right mm-hmm. now. You know, good point, you know, cause then these get, when they get done, then they jump into these high school seasons and some of these guys are out of control with that. I mean, they, they you know, they're grinding them out, they're running them, they're making them, you know, it, when, what is too much for a high school player? I mean, how many games did it say? I mean, we, we play, we'll play five. We, we whittled it down to five tournaments for, and I say whittled it down. We didn't whittle it down because we're playing. They're longer formatted They're tournaments. playing longer so formats. So we're playing the same life. amount of games. So, you know, you're playing 30, 40 games in the uh You're playing 25, 25 high school games. Yeah. Then you're going to play another 30 If you're in the playoffs, 40, you can go 10 more. 30, you know, yeah. 30 or so, and then another 20. I mean, you're probably talking about. 80 to 90 games right. and that's not including you know going and playing 
you know, the, the all-star game and going and playing these, you know, these sure. little, these one-off things, but actually yeah. just the, the teams that you're mainly focused on playing on. I mean, you're probably playing 80 to 90 games in a year, uh, just, just under that format. Yeah. Uh, that's more than enough, right? you know, cause you think about the, the pitchers, you know, if you just go, you know, weekly, that's probably, is that 30 weeks, 30, 30 some weeks. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if you're, if you make a start every week, you just you just pitched a major league season as far right. as starts. I mean, that's a, a major so league how, start. How many how many games did you guys growing up? How many did you play in a year? High school. You think? Just I, high school? I mean, my time was probably different than his time because we had no fall ball. We played we played You're baseball. Your age, man. I know. Well, it's it's we the didn't truth. play. We, we, didn't mean, play we played football. basketball when it was basketball season, football, sure. football season, and 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 baseball and baseball season. We played baseball in the summer. You know, we played you yep. know springs and then right. the summer led into legion ball. So we played yeah. those, and it was kind of just an right. extension of the other. But in the fall, it was it wasn't baseball time; it was basketball time. You know, you're you're gearing up for basketball season, you know, or, or football. You know, other and even the, even the summer it wasn't intense schedules, and you weren't traveling all over the place. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it, it was a way better format. You would play, so you played. I don't know if you played Legion. You played Connie Mac, which was like Connie Legion. Yeah. We play one or two games during the week, and then one or two games on the weekend, yep. like a, as part of a right. double header. Yep. Um, but I mean, you spread. You know, you got your inning spread out. Yep. You got your game spread out. You know, you were able to mix in a practice or two. As opposed to just cramming everything into forty-eight hours on the weekend. Yeah, uh, I, I like the format of that better. Uh, if you were a good hitter, I think you would love. That's a way better sure. format because you're not going seven days after you're hot to your right. next at bat. You know, you get to mix in a Tuesday <clears throat> game and a Thursday right. game. Uh, I like the format of that better. I mean, ten-year-old, you know, ten-year-olds you know, have to play four or five games on a Sunday. To That's win a unbelievable. Championship. That's unbelievable, and they wonder why there's injuries, and they wonder why stress on the body, and well, I mean, and and the, and the other part is, is burnout too. Absolutely. I mean, what kid? I mean, even though you love the play, what kid wants to be on a baseball field for four hours? You know, realistically, it gets it gets to the it's, point. It's like 16 well, I mean, hours. four games, yeah, sixteen oh, yeah, yeah. hours, so four games, like I mean, four hour games. Days. You know, it's 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 too much. It, it, there's there's a lot in this game that's become too much, and I and I I, I can't really pinpoint any reason, like, but. Not not only the number of games that you're playing, right? Oh, it's all coin. It's, it is. It's all coin. Every everything <laughs> has become monetary. Everything has become monetary. And to my point here, it's like, you know, I'm not a perfect game locally. Fine, okay. Thirty five hundred dollars to go down and play in Georgia and play one game a day and travel all over the place. I mean, it's it, we started that off. It was eighteen hundred dollars when we started playing there, right? But so that was a lot. It's thirty five hundred dollars, thirty. And so, so people want to understand, like you know, why our, why everybody's organization has to increase their their fees. It's not because we want to do that. Nobody's trying to gouge. We we don't make money with our teams. I, th- I say this all the time. People are like, oh, really? You don't? No, we don't. You know, we don't. If you if you take all the hours that we put in outside of just being on the field and the admin and all that other stuff, there's no way. There's no way we make money to do it. It's a cash flow thing, and we burn the cash and we and and we go through it. But we don't make we don't make money. But you know, for us to stay engaged and do things the right way, you get you know, you got to you got to stay up with what it's cost us. Umpire fees have gone up. It's almost two hundred dollars a game for a high school. Baseball's game. seventy dollars a dozen. Seventy dollars a dozen. Gate fees have gone up on everybody. Ten dollars. Right? Just I mean, it's you know, it's not five dollars anymore. It's ten dollars. Yeah. Ten dollars to, to walk into a field. Mm-hmm. Everything is more expensive. <clears throat> Everything about it's more expensive, and people right. are sticker shocked when they see it. And it's like, I mean, yeah, we, we had could a, literally we... itemize this for you, and you can see what this yeah. would cost. I mean, if it was costing you less before, uh, 
you, you either get you were either playing in crummy tournaments, yep. you know, weak tournament bodies, or there was some kind of you know somebody made a donation to your squad, mm-hmm. you know. So or you guys did some you know some work to knock right. the cost down, but it's so expensive, yeah. especially if you want to pay coaches, if you want professional, if you coaches, want professional coaches, coaches right? I mean, yeah. nobody you can't do it for free all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it it I don't know it it it's I, difficult to. I think uh, I'm going to be a free basketball coach this winter. By the way, are you really? Nobody wanted to do it. And I was like, well, when I'm around, I can do it. In the winter? <laughs> yeah. What uh, is it at the middle? Is, where is it at? Is it just Grady's a rec- team? It's like a rec team. Like a church basketball. league team? Yeah, or? church league, yeah. If do you can, know, Do you know? like, you can run a practice? You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I mean, I was a good basketball player. Man. Okay. You may not know it. I mean, no, I, I believe it. I believe it. I, yeah. I mean, I, say, I listen. So I was asking you if yeah. you were a good hitter, too. I mean, were you a good position player? or? I mean, relatively. For high school, I was a good position player. Like, what position? I played shortstop when... I just played shortstop earlier in my high school career, and then I moved to the corners. And yeah. then when I was pitching a ton, I stayed over at first base because yeah. I was, right. you know, it was like two days after a start or whatever. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I always played defense. I hit three hole, four hole for the for the mm-hmm. high school team. Basketball, I was a starting, I was a starting center. Um, I, you know, starting yeah. my junior year, I was a starting center. We had guys that were taller than me, but the, I was heavier, so I could go, you know, move, yeah, move, move them outside around, the yeah. But then, like on. On offense, were you a fat to, kid or were you just no, heavier? I was just, I was just, I was just broader shouldered, kind of, right? Know, you know, I had baseball right. legs and stuff. But I would go out to the three point line, and if their if their center didn't come out, then I was. They said just fire away. No so kidding. I'd sit out there. I'd have games where I scored a thirty, and then I have games games where I'd score two. Because <laughs> if they if they did come out, yeah. if they did come out and guard me, I'd have to pass. I, uh, I couldn't dribble around. I didn't have. I, I wasn't a hammer. You didn't have that first step quickness guy. Yeah, I could shoot. If, I, if you just stand me still and, and I, I could shoot, you, you I probably could get to enjoy that. It's probably something different than what you're doing the whole. You know. No, I'm not. No, you're not. You rather get... just sit in the stands and, and uh, watch. Well, I, I mean, I don't. I, I don't like the practices have more fun than the games. The yeah. game, like I don't want to sit there and have to manage. I, like, yeah. And there's other like by the way, it's like a, it's like three or four of us dads are like, well, we'll piece it together. Yeah. And I was like, all right, all right. I was but, but speaking on that. I mean, there's plenty of high schools that you can't do that anymore. You can't be a multi-sport athlete. No, I mean, there's fall coach, baseball. There's well, all yeah. It, it was the same thing when I was in high school. It was almost like the coach would almost blackball you if you played another sport because well, you wouldn't be at his workouts. Good point. You know, Zach Jennings, right? Yeah. Zach Jennings got, I mean, for whatever reason, down at Fort Mill, they, you know, you call me, coach, call me, whatever. But this is what we saw. I mean, this is the best athlete they had. Really, one of the best athletes they had on the field. You take Craddock, you take Dylan, you, you know, in that in that category of, of athletes. And he played basketball. And they're going to the state championships, right? So when he comes back out, he doesn't play for two or three weeks, you know? And it's it's just it is what it is, you know. You come back out, you're the best player. You should be on the field, or one of the best players. But they don't. They kind of, you know, some of them do, some of them don't. But I can't. Grady had his school tryouts this week in basketball. He is so excited to go out for his basketball team. Okay. No oh, he didn't. He didn't start dribbling in basketball since, yeah. until like last week. That's but I mean, great. he's so excited. That's to good basketball. Oh, I yeah, love it. Absolutely. It's so he played. So that's like that's like Dylan. Like you know, Dylan. All we did was play baseball for that purpose, right? I mean, and they shot the ball in the streets or threw the football around, played, you know, flag football, whatever, down at the park, but nothing ever organized. So in middle school, he tries out for the basketball team. He has no idea how to play, right? I mean, he's like a white Dennis Rodman. He's just over everybody. I got so fouls. Five fouls, baby. Dude, Here in the first in the first quarter. In the first, I mean, the first, I mean, like, like Dylan, like, I'm not coming here to watch you play just one quarter. Like, he's blowing <laughs> people up, man. He's like tackling them. It was, you know, it's like, but uh, again, in our, well, in, in our household, I mean, they're all, you know, Anna played volleyball, uh-huh. she played uh, soccer, 
uh, Uncle Joe, obviously, I mean, collegiately yeah. played football yeah. and baseball. He was a high school uh, right. all state basketball player. I played two sports in high school. Grandpa yeah. played baseball and football up at Stanford. Um, like, we're like, go play these other sports, man. Go do all this kind of other stuff. I don't know. I, like, it's it, there's plenty of time to be. 13 years old, man. Yeah. So there's plenty of time to be. Yeah, I wish I wish it was that way again. And then, you know, go back to the, you know, the travel side of it. I wish I wish the format was different. And you know, we have so many good teams in this area here that we could create our own. It could be two during a week and on the weekends, and then you know, have Sunday off. Families go do whatever. I mean, you can get your four games in. I like that format. You I know? like yeah, yeah. Uh, one or, one yeah. or two games a week, two games on the weekend, yeah. Sundays off. You mix in one or two practices in there. I mean, it's I a, mean that's that's kind a of a legitimate. It's a more legitimate baseball schedule, right? As opposed to these tournaments where you just dive in and, and yeah. for forty eight hours, it's like you you know you don't you can't even come up for yeah. Air. See you next weekend. Be there at eight o'clock. You know, yeah. fortunately we practice. We see you guys during the week. But again, game. I mean. You get to a certain point if you're in the right organization. Like the kids know how to play, right? You just you just fine tune it. We don't have to go through the basic 101 on how to play the game with our group, right? Right. But you want them to be in game situations because now more scenarios take place, and we get a better opportunity to, to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, you know, again, listen, this thing's blowing by me. You know, I don't know how much you know how much longer. I'd, I mean, I'm going to be here a long time, I guess, because I got nothing better to do. But. Um, <laughs> But my point being is like, you know, we've tried to sit down with other groups. We've tried to put this whole thing together. And, you know, parents are so enamored by going to perfect game or doing whatever. But then they want to bitch when they get there because it costs them so much money to stay, so much money to feed the kids, and they're traveling all over the place. But they think they have to go there when the reality of it is. It's the marketing. It's the marketing. Is no, they're, 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 they're brilliant. I mean, perfect mm-hmm. game is, I, listen, I, 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 do I like it? No. Okay. Well, I, you know, say that all the time. There's other things. It's like, you know, it's like all these big brand organizations. Do I like it? No. But do I have respect for the fact that the guy figured out the business part of it? No, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we sit in the business world every day. I mean, we're trying to, you know, survive and keep things. Uh, well, you try to do it. Of, <clears throat> It's not the right way. That's that's my. Point. I know. It's like and this the, isn't the best way. It's not but the, the right wrong way. way pays the, the wrong way pays the most. <clears throat> you know. You know. Whoever. It's like a. It's like clickbait, and it's like like the social media. Like yep. the, like the, doing whatever it takes to get the clicks is more important than the actual the actual substance. No yeah. Like what, what is actually out there, and what it, and what's actually important. I mean, I I feel like for the most part, um, they create this fear of missing out idea you know yeah. ideal that these all these kids have and they've got to be at this and they've got to be at that when the fact of the matter is like this kid doesn't know how to throw a change up mm-hmm. yet but he's yeah. going to keep running out there every weekend and, and it's like you know that you're missing you're missing the whole point of, of playing baseball no and, and parents they don't there's no flipping rocks anymore you don't find you just don't find players right if you're a recruiter you find players because of people like our organizations and other organizations out there that have developed kids or have good players and they can make a phone call and say, guess what? You know, come see this kid pitch, come see this kid play, come whatever. Right. But then the majority out there don't have that network or that connection. They think if they don't, they think if they go down there, you know, miraculously, they're going to be seen by somebody that never happens. That never happens. You know, I mean, those coaches are going down there with a list of players to go see and they're building their schedule around the players that they have to see. Now they may go see an arm and there's a kid playing behind them. They go, okay, I like that kid. Who's that kid? I mean, that, you know, that happens, but rare. It's not, uh, and, and they, and they're tracking certain organizations. There's no, 
two ways about it. If they, you keep pumping out good players, then they're going to, you're going to, your organization is going to get more they're attention. They're going to go there and they're going to do it. No, that, but I guess the rub on that though, is that's why there's, there's coaches out there that'll call a 13 year old kid up and poach him. Thank you, man. Thank you. I mean, there's, there's literally <clears throat> like at the, at the 12 and, and 13 year old, there's coaches that are calling up players. Yeah. DMing them on, on social media too. They're, they're calling up players at that age. It's not putting up a trial flyer and, and, no. and seeing if anybody's interested in coming. It's actively going after these players at, at, at 11 and 12 and 13 years old. It, 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 it goes on all the way up to, yeah, it's starting way too young. I mean, it could probably, it, I wouldn't doubt there would, be, would be starting younger than that but you know i thought that, it was I mean, goofy when we first started do, uh, doing when i first joined you at cbc a decade ago yeah. i thought it was goofy that they did that at the high school level yeah and now i'm, I'm like they're literally doing it when they're on the small field yeah. they're doing it with middle school yeah. age kids they're, they're they're calling up these they'll do it in the middle they have, i mean that you know there's the, the two examples here you know and we know both of both the players here one when we had jake Bedolio playing the you know unc and i get a phone call from jake during the game do you know this guy in the third base box because he's asking me to come play play for him sba coach right okay then um you know now now i get i, I get a phone call from one of the guys that we know and i'm not gonna bring up the name but his kid is a dude he's committed right is going is getting dm'd by somebody that has an organization here in charlotte saying and, and and the kid plays for a good organization he plays for an organization that's getting all the attention and scouts are going to go there because that's the point that he's at right mm -hmm. now he, he's there for the scouts he's not there for college recruiters and he's saying oh and the guy's making up stories like I, I well i hear that you know i hear rumblings that you know you're not happy where you're at and you know you should give me a call and you should come over here and i mean like they're making up bs stories mm -hmm. you know just to, you know but they're dming kids they're going straight to the kids yeah. you know and you got issues like why don't you go and ask the, the the organizational guy, or go go to the parent, find out what the parent thinks. I mean, put up but, your, put up your tryout flyer, and if they answer your tryout flyer, then great. If they don't answer up, your tryout flyer, listen, then hey, they didn't. You know, credit. I mean, again, and like you said, it, it, we're not trying it, to. It's not like you're trying to put a team together to go beat you know Dominican Republic and Puerto Rican. No. You know, you're <laughs> you're going to play in a perfect game. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, we're, and by but the way, so so when somebody does that, who's that about? It's about the guy that's making the call. Yes, absolutely. Because the better players make the coaches look better, or make the organization look better. There's not coaches there that can take players and make them better to move them on. Right. And it becomes, you know, it becomes an ego thing, right? You know, they they think they're all that, you know, because they have these teams. But you know, listen, that's what the college model is. It's recruiting. You go yeah. out there and you recruit. I mean, like, I mean, prime, sure. you know, prime time right now. That's is, what they is, do. Is, he's like, I'm recruiting all these players in. And that's yeah. why, I mean, Colorado's not very good this year, but he made right. them better than they were. Oh and, you yeah. know, they'll be yeah. I mean, he's, you're recruiting yeah. those guys to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Where's the development? If you're just going to, if you're just going to trash that guy the next year, he, you know, he mentioned well, two weeks ago, they're getting rid of the whole offensive line. You know? and, and so this goes, this goes to the point, it goes back to the point of the big brands, right? The big brands. So mm -hmm. they only care about, as far as the teams go, like the talent wise goes, the top team, right? That's it. Then everything below that is money. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the below that takes care of the top team. Mm -hmm. So the top team, all the best players out there are playing for free. And everybody else is paying for it, thinking that they're going to get the same. I'm going to get the opportunity. You know, if I get because they have this uniform system, on, and, gonna, and, yeah. and it's, and it, and it's not that they don't, they don't, they don't get that. And then the deeper these things go, you know, perfect example, like somebody telling you here that's in town, oh, we got 175 teams. You okay. Know what, you know what you call this? 
it's a pyramid scheme. It is. It is. It is <laughs> it definitely is it is. a pyramid scheme. It's, it's a Ponzi. No you doubt about there, it. You go out there. So, and- this, so this so this guy that says I have 175 teams, right? Um, the question is, how many of the names of those kids on from 160 down do you know? 165 down. All those kids that, that are out of the other 165 teams inside your 175 cachet, how many, how many do you know the names of the parents? Do you know the names of whatever? No, it's not. It's all about bank, right? It's all about uniforms. It's all about because these things they're, they're more or less franchises, right? You're getting yeah. you're just gonna go buy our uniforms and we're gonna help you get a discount into and that's and that's where PG gets involved in this stuff too and creates these big brands because how many teams can you bring to me? Okay, I'll cut this, I'll cut the price, I'll cut the price, I'll cut the price. Bulk buying. It is. And I mean, listen, and, and and everybody, I say everybody, a lot of people keep trying to do it. I mean, they just keep trying to be that, you know, that that mass. Now, you know, that that's the part that 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 I can't stand because those guys are those guys at the top are trying to get the top players and they're going to get the top players because they know one, it's free. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go over there. I'm going to get on that bus that shows up at, you know, the WWBA. Um, great. Good for them. They deserve to be there. And if they're playing against the best of the best, and they're going to end up in the final eight every year. And where are all the scouts and the recruiters going to be? Right there with that group first. And everybody else gone home already. It's over. You know, nothing, nothing, nothing big's happened. Um, so. That's you know, at the, by the way, that's at, and, the, that's at the high school level. <clears throat> Again. This is they're, they're doing 11, it at the 12, lower level. Yeah, I know. I know. They, you know, they're, they're trying to win these freaking local tournaments. <laughs> these kids here haven't and, even, they haven't even they, tried out for their middle school team I know. yet. They're I mean, we sound bitter, but you know what? I mean, the fact of it is, that we're, I'm bitter because we're trying to do it the right way, right? We're trying to develop players, and you know, listen. And there are organizations out there to do it. I mean, you bring up Bankhead's one of them. You know, Dave Gallagher up in New Jersey, another one. He's always developed players. Always done certain certain things. Um, these these organizations that go big brand, they don't get the best coaches. You know? There are, uh, by the way, and and I will say this: is, there are some really good coaches in those that wear those uniforms. Sure, not all, absolutely, of them. absolutely, not all, of absolutely. Them. And if you and if you have one of those coaches and you're and you have one of those opportunities, you're lucky, great. Yeah, but that's not what the point yeah. of the whole thing is. Yeah, and what and and you're hoping that those coaches are going to do something for you mm-hmm. to get you the the, the attention that you need because nobody's playing this game just to play this game anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, I mean, it's hard. Every every degree of separation you have from your 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 team. So, like when when you're when you're head coaching the 2025 team, right. I mean, you you can do everything you want to right. be there. As soon as even when you hand a, a team to me, you can't control right. everything. Now you push that down one more, one right. more, one right. more, and you got 175 teams that that's going to sure. happen to. It's yeah. I mean, you're it's a turnover. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, we see how how tough it is just getting two degrees away from us. Yeah, with our, within our own organization. Sure. You know, and you're telling me you're going to do that with 175 teams? You're going to bring in quality guys that can run all 175 teams with a staff of two or three more in addition to that guy? No way. You know, it's interesting because you know when when people say, "Okay, well, you know, we're going to go somewhere else. We're going to try somewhere else." I mean, it used to in the beginning, it used to bother me because I didn't know the landscape. You know, I mean, when we first started, I'm like, "Oh, how come? You know, what we do? Well, you know, what can I do to to keep you?" And then, uh, but now it's just like, "Peace out, man. You know, go because you think it's greener over there. You think you're going to get more." You know, good luck. Go, g- good luck. Have at it. And they're like surprised, like, what? No, you're not going to try and keep us. I'm like, no, I'm not. You already made up your mind. Why am I? Why am I even going to consider it? And you know what? I'm going to bring somebody in here that wants to get developed, that wants to learn. Somebody who wants to be coached by listen, me. 
we're not gonna we we have kept guys that you know probably weren't gonna play in college you know we've done that you know and it's again everybody's has their own opinion of that you know we we do it for for different reasons and um you know it's not it's, so we're, we're the minority in this thing in a, in a sense you know when we want to compete at a certain level okay you know we want to go play against the better organizations because we know we can compete with them you know we want to go compete you but um you know we're not chasing wwb championships and we don't and, make and, all know, these dang promises to these no. kids these kids are getting promised about all that? this kind of stuff i mean you're yeah. gonna get this and you're yeah. gonna get that and it's gonna you know yeah. this is why it's gonna be and it's like i'm not gonna make <clears> any of those promises to you i'm gonna be a practice yeah. twice a week you know i'm gonna be available to you during games i'm gonna you know I'm, that's what i can promise you yeah. all this other stuff is either gonna happen or it's not and it's some of it's going to be out of your control because of how big you get physically and how fast you get physically and how strong you are. Can you play? You know, I mean, that's you know, people say, well, what do I got to do to play in college? You got to be a good player. Be an athlete. You, know? you, you know, I mean, if you're a good player, then we can help. If you're not a good player, you know, we can help you find another. Go to Dort. <laughs> <laughs> we can help you find another area to go. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, another part. Like you know, we I promote I, guys the here. The Dakotas have plenty, plenty of roster spots Just, open. The players that yeah, players that don't make the teams here now, we promote them to our grounds crew. Yeah, we do. They do. They do. <laughs> if they don't go forward, that's it. We yeah, we got a number of those guys, but um, you know, again, it, it, to the, the whole college experience thing too. I mean, it's it's the D one or bust thing. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, when it's done, it's done, right? I mean, we were fortunate enough to play, you know, into our thirties and you know, at different levels and things. But you hang it up, man. I mean, I, I still have dreams about playing, you know. So regardless of where you're at in the game, it's done. It's over. And you get like, well, I'm not going to go play here. I'm not going to go play there because you know it's it's a Division three or it's a Division two. And I'm you know, guess what? Dude, you're just chasing a national championship. Do you want to play or do you not want to yeah, play? I know. For, even I mean, do you want to play you know, or not? Yeah, yeah. No? That's it. Okay. Or 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 peace out. You know, the other we thing, had a player. We had a player this week who turned down our our uh, our offer uh, for one of our CBC huh? clubs, and I'm. It doesn't hurt my feelings at all because I know he just wants to go play. Yeah, and he doesn't. He, he doesn't. He just wants to. You know, he'll go play on a, at a lower level right. and do all the kinds because he just wants yeah. to play baseball. And I'm like, you know, that makes my heart happy. Sure. You know, you're you're you chose this for a, for the right reason. Right. You know, you're going to do this because you just love to be out there on the field. I'm like, that's good. I'm good with that. Dude, there's not many. I mean, uh, there's definitely. Uh, you, how many gamers do you see out there all the time? I, I I don't know. I mean, you should see like a club full of gamers coming over. Those guys. I mean, those are the teams that. Yeah. sneak up on you and then beat the side. I know. Like, what just happened? It's like relentless. Yeah. Relentless. That's how they kind of what the Diamondbacks did during the playoffs, man. Yeah. It's like just it just never stopped. I'll tell you what, we played we had the Mid Atlantic Orioles come down here with, with Chris McKnight's group mm -hmm. and we beat him the first game. We beat him pretty handily. I'm like, dude, we got these, we're gonna roll on these guys. And nope, we lost the next three. You know, mm -hmm. they were they were tough. They were gamers. They were well coached. They were played. I mean, right. so you know, and that's the other part is like, you and know, it's fun when you have a ball club with the with that makeup. Absolutely, you know, those is. Are fun team absolutely to coach. is. They're grinding one through. I don't care. You know, they're grinding. Mm -hmm. you. It, it it is fun. And I think I um, think it's those are contagious type yeah. teams too. You know, you find a couple that are real true blue grinders. Yeah. You know, high next level grinders, and then they you know they yeah. create that culture. It's it's so much fun when that's well, the direction your team kind of moves. I think I think talent comes out when you grind. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you find you really find digging down deep with you know with that with that 
what that athlete is made of. And again, you go through all these showcases and stuff like that, and they're all trying to find the shiny penny, right? The, the big athlete that looks good, man, that kid looks good in the uniform. Wow, it's on whatever. But then you get guys, you know, like, I mean, we we've had play like a Chad Matthews, right? I mean, that's a sneaky dude that could that I believe that could hit at the Division One level. I mean, that's a sneaky dude. You put that guy in the mix, and all of a sudden he beats you, and you're like, how did that happen? Because he's tough. He's a gamer, right? But the college coaches will look past that to a degree because they're looking for that, you know, that flashy dude that's just going to look pretty out there. Next thing you know, he can't compete at that level. He doesn't know how to step up. At, at, you know, doesn't have the makeup. It's the doesn't makeup. have the makeup. You know, it's doesn't, just that. Ha- doesn't have the makeup. Yeah. But, um, all right, Andrew Camps, USA Camps, we got going on. Tremonjero, Chris Wasami. Mongero, you got, I mean, every one of these camps are, you know, I mean, there's value to them. And yeah. with the people that we have running these camps um, through our NTIS, they're all legit. They're all, Mongero sells out everywhere. Um, we're at how many? We got two months to sell to sell it at work. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven, and so we got less than we got less than twenty spots left. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going to do the Monjero camp, you better you better get on it now. And, and last get in week here. we've gotten a lot, so it's it's yeah, filling. It's, it's happening. It's a great quick. Christmas present, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, you you know, to have your kid here. Dylan's gone. Dylan went twice. Um, it's worth every bit of it. And it's yeah. not it's not the kooky uh, yeah, there's a, there's acronym low stuff throwing that, or if, if any throwing. So, yeah, it's it, very, it very minimal. Protects yeah. the arm. Same thing with yeah. Chris, uh, Chris Reyes and yeah. catcher. And the catcher they, they, they don't throw. I don't think they throw at all. It's blocking, yeah. receiving yeah. footwork, so, footwork. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all good stuff. And then Vasami is obviously hitting. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Love it. Those. Todd Friedman's going to work with him from Blast Motion yeah. with Chris. And uh, we I don't know if uh, if Justin Seeger is going to jump in there, too. He may. Um, but uh, he's he's been good. I mean, I've watched him and listened to him, and obviously he comes from a good pedigree of I mean, baseball it's family. It's all right. It's all right. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, so, yeah, so where are they going to find the camps, Andrew? Southeastntis.com. Southeastntis.com. Um, we'll have all our camps up there. And uh, the offseason, our winter workouts will start here after, you know, after we get through um, Thanksgiving and – get rolling. I mean, we got John DeZumba in here now, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, uh, we missed him. You yeah. Know? You don't miss very many coaches when they disappear. We miss John. Yeah. And he's, and he, and he, you know, listen, he'll hug you to death. The hug and bandit. <laughs> hug and bandit. Huggy bear. What was huggy bear? That was like, uh, that was an old seventies like show. The guy's name was Huggy Bear. Yeah. Um, it wasn't on Starsky and Hutch. It was Starsky and Hutch. It was, look at you, man. Pulling out the Starsky and Hutch. Huggy There's bear. My Jeopardy answer. Oh, <laughs> one a day, one a Huggy bear. Um, we are doing we are doing makeup tryouts for CBC and the Royals. So if you're not, uh, well, we'll 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 have more Royals tryouts throughout the course of the winter. Right. We'll have uh, our one uh, another official one uh, the 30th of November. Yeah. Uh, there will be an additional one in January. Not sure if we'll need to do one in February though, because the, you know, those are going the right, right. direction right now. So we'll kind of yeah. see if we need to do those, but uh, getting those ball clubs in order, making sure that uh, the players that uh, are, that need the help in winter training and stuff have that available to them. So plugging away, putting ball club together. Yeah. The sooner the better. And listen, we're, we're only one, we're one team per age group. So it's not like we're, we're trying to mass out. We're just trying to build the best possible team that we can. And we got a good core as far as our 20, our 2025s are, pretty much done they're, mm-hmm. they're done um our 2026s you know i mean we could have kept players we didn't 
um, you know, because we're trying to put the right mix out there. A couple pieces, yeah, we need a couple but we have we need there. a few pieces. Obviously, arms um, are always sevens is a new to the showcase side, so we're you know, yeah. kind of rebuilding that that ball club. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's on the thirtieth that we're that eleven thirty up here at Tuckasegee yeah. or Stick Williams. So the Royals, this the stick, yeah. So the Royals are. You know, go ahead and explain that, John, because there's a lot of words to that one. It's Royals. All right. So um, if you need a place to play high school baseball or middle school baseball, uh, the Royals is an option. Right. Um, we play, you know, pretty traditional school game <coughs> schedules. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we obviously don't practice every single day, uh, but it's comprised of players from kind of all over. Right. Uh, kids that go to charter schools that don't have a program, kids that are homeschooled, uh, kids that are in online programs. Uh, kids that just didn't make their team sometimes, or they're you know they're at a big school that just, well they don't want to play for their coach. Occasionally, that's the that's the case. Uh, mm -hmm. Kids that are just getting out of prison. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want to work in these program as well. Uh, that's for sure. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just you know yeah. it's very you know kids looking for uh, for a different and an alternative, and that's why we use the word alternative and an alternative yeah. to kind of the traditional you know brick and mortar type school. Um, for some players that need that kind of program, we play you know we'll play 24, 25 high school games. Yeah. Uh, we'll play 17 or 18 JV games. We'll play 14, 15, 16 middle school games, mm -hmm. uh, practices and things like that. Um, but uh, you know, schedules are pretty close to being done at the varsity level. Uh, I think we're, we're we're almost capped out there. But uh, and we're rolling into time. and we're rolling into the academy. Yeah, sort of. we're yeah we're trying trying to figure out how to navigate the waters into into the full on academy world. Mm -hmm. Where it's a it's a full on traditional academy. Um, Shafe taking the lead on that because he yeah. he understands more about it than I. Uh, do. I just throw curveballs. I I I I'm excited about it in a way. I mean, again, we will probably whittle down. You know, the teams get through the guys that we have and get them moved on, and you know, focus on that. I mean, John's kids are coming up now, so you know, time is always an essence. You know, or or it's critical to us. You know, as far as the families go, and you don't want to miss the the boys. Fortunately, you know, it was good because my boys came through the system and was around them all the time. And, um, but the Academy thing is, you know, if you look online, there, there is a, uh, you know, there are other academies around the area, the combines, the P 27s, the P fives, uh, the, um, the generals up out of Virginia now with, uh, with Jeff Petty, who we're going to have on here, um, either next week or the week after, um, just kind of going through that. But we are at that point, we're going to go after, you know, serious baseball players that are looking to, to, to move forward. I mean, either it, professionally or obviously collegially to prepare themselves for that and uh we're massaging right now figuring out how we're going to do the uh the academic parts probably going to be just online online learning because i don't really want to grade papers or consider myself a classroom teacher <laughs> especially not in english uh, that that i'll never be an english teacher but oh. so we're excited about that we're going to launch that we're going to be into that program starting in the fall uh september right yes. september and uh, we'll take that through. Uh, It'll be through like May. a Memorial Day through uh, Labor Day, or Labor yeah. Day through Memorial, Memorial Day. Is kind Day. of the, yep. and then the kids go off and play their yep. own summer schedules and yeah. do that kind of thing. Yeah, we yeah. So it's uh, basically we'll be working out four days a week in the mornings, um, you know, and probably four to five hours each day, and then they'll have the time to go ahead and do their academics and move on. So you know, you know, stay tuned to that. We'll get uh, we'll get more information together as we as we you know, uh, work our way through the business plan and, you know, what the fees are going to be. It's amazing how some, I mean, how expensive something it's IMG is almost a hundred thousand dollars now. I sent, yeah, I'm going to send two kids there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just on the change in your floorboard in your car. That, uh, yeah. 
Um, yeah, but that's, you know, but then it's, there's, there's academies as high as 50. We will be nowhere near any of that. We'll make sure that it's, uh, that's right. But we have the facility. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the place, we have the place to do it, to do it right. And we have the network as far as, um, you know, preparing these kids for the next level. So we'll do basically, you know, freshmen on up, um, you know, 40, 45 kids would be max that we brought in at, at one point just so we can, can manage it. I was looking at buses today. We could be bus drivers too, man. I, <laughs> I blow his mind see, all the time. Are, He's like, Jeff, where, where are we going with this? What are you doing this for? Yeah, I'm like, when do we, I just want to do the baseball part. I know. So I'll I, drive the bus. Yeah, you're in the Andrew will drive the bus. You don't you pay enough drive attention to drive hey, the bus. Hey, so man. let me, I'm going to tell you what I did in, in my, we were in Double A in Charlotte. We were in Chattanooga, and the bus driver didn't show up to, for us to get to the park on time. Who drove the bus to the park? This guy. One block down the road? No, dude. I'd make a couple turns, man. And it was, and it was a, it wasn't an automatic. It was a manual, man. Yeah, I still don't trust. So you look in the mirror and you see heads going like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got in a little bit of trouble for that one. But uh, But you got that build on time, so it doesn't matter. But I did. And that's why I got experience. So, you know, I'll drive Make sure you put that on the resume. Yeah, I will. I will. Um, So, Anything, Andrew? Anything else? We got everything. Yeah, we we did the gala. We did uh, the winter workouts. We did everything that's going on at the facility. We appreciate everybody listening to uh, to the uh, the podcast. And um, please share it. You know, push it around. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk sometime next week, maybe Monday, before so Thanksgiving, go. before Andrew goes like on vacation again. 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 You're always on vacation. No one took more weekends off this no summer kidding, than this right? guy. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Appreciate everybody. Peace out.